Welcome to episode 127 of the Ask Achieve show where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and nutrition. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today we'll be discussing if we could only do three exercises, which ones would we choose? The difference between having visible abs and a strong core, and training by muscle groups or movement patterns, which one is better? We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. Boom. I didn't wing that one. I was reading off my phone. For those of you watching on the video, you're like, I'm so disappointed you, Lauren. You didn't wing it. You're reading notes. Um, but it, it was definitely more official. It was more official. It just felt, yeah. it felt good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I nail my intro literally every single time, so I don't well, know. Well, yours is the same every single time. <laughs> Jeez. Mine is like, I have to adapt and adjust. And... All right. So we're actually filming back-to-back episodes. We're batching them uh this is the this is probably the first time that we've ever been able to do that because kendrick hasn't uh given us the opportunity to do so but uh we what <laughs> lauren's dying laughing right now <laughs> I, just felt like, I don't know i felt like you were being awkward <laughs> sorry i realized i was just looking at you just laughing at you I just, while you were I just hear like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that was super unfair. Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off there. Uh, yeah. So, so the, no, the reason true. why this was awkward was because I I was talking through a whole intro and then one of the cameras shut off and so I was like, okay, I'll just like kind of restate what I just talked about and Lauren just started dying. Laughing. Well, because it wasn't as natural and like goofy and free flowing as the first one was. It just I was like, what did I even like... talk about? But basically, the gist was. We're filming back-to-back episodes, um, and we're able to do so, and we're excited because we have our own office space, and yeah. basically not, not a crying not baby. Not getting interrupted is, uh, by yeah. a crying baby. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so we are excited about these three questions, though. The first yeah. one is a little bit more of like a personal preference question, which yeah. is kind of fun, like get to know Lauren and Jason. Um, let's let's go through favorite it. exercises. Let's go through it, and we purposely were like, okay, let's not even think about it. Let's just talk off the cuff about what exercises we would select and also the thought process behind it. Yeah, okay? I haven't thought about it at all. So the question was, if you could only do three exercises, which ones would you choose and why? Um, I know number one for me right off the bat would be a rear foot elevated split squat. I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I definitely thought you were going to say it, it gets a bunch of different things out of the way, right? It, I mean, it incorporates lower body just in a really balanced fashion. Um, also, it gives some single leg stability mixed into the equation. And also, uh, contrary to a lot of different single leg exercises, you can really load it pretty heavily. And so I don't think I would really need to do like a bilateral squat if I had a Bulgarian split squat or a rear foot elevated split squat into the mix. So that's definitely my number one pick right it. there. I love What's it. What's yours? My number one was going to be a Turkish getup. Oh, wow. Um, okay, similar yeah. reasons. That's I true. feel like you can do a lot of different variety with the same exercise. So mm-hmm. it won't get as, well, for, for me, part of it was enjoyment factor. So it won't get yeah. boring because you can like do different parts of the Turkish getup or um, the whole thing. Or you can add like, maybe this is cheating, but you can like add a press or add yeah, a No, that's things. way cheating. <laughs> <laughs> You already have seven moves in one move, so I mean it's it's smart okay, that you fine. picked that one. Fine, yeah. but but still, yeah. One of the reasons I picked it is because it's a little bit more like enjoyable for me. I like them. Yeah. Um, and you're I like, do and feel then like... you can put the kettlebell on the floor and do deadlifts and kettlebell swings, <laughs> and it's one move. It's like wishing for more wishes. Okay, fit, fine. But even if it was just going to be a straight Turkish getup, yeah, I would still choose it um, because. It kind of similar to some of your thought process, like it incorporates a lot of different things in one move. So yeah. you're getting some like some core work, you're getting some single leg work, you're getting some overhead work. Um, so I yeah, I it's a smart like choice. I 
I just find that this is half the reason why they're good. There's just they take so long and they take so much effort to do just to just to do one on one side. That yeah, but I was you're like, only going to get to do three exercises. You might as well pick one that's going to take a little while. Otherwise, your workouts are going to just be over. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I just have never really enjoyed them all that much. So that's, that's fine. Yeah. That's... Okay. Exercise two. Um, I think I would want something. I want something with some power, kind of like athleticism involved with it. And so it's kind of a toss-up between a kettlebell swing and an Olympic lift. And I can't I can't quite – I don't think I would do kettlebell swing. I think I would get a little bit too bored with it. Um, I still find a lot of enjoyment just kind of like the process of Olympic lifting. So I think I would probably pick – if I had to choose one, I think I would pick the clean and jerk mm, because – it's two moves in one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, so it, so it, well, no, it hits a lot of uh, on different that bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> different gamuts there. So um, yeah, clean and jerk is my second. I was actually gonna pick the clean and jerk yeah, as well, okay, yeah. which is really funny because I don't do them that often. But when I was trying to think of things that I wanted to like, trying to basically I'm trying to incorporate as much as possible in my three exercises. Yeah. Um, and I do like the idea of something that is a little bit more technical that I can continue to um, feel like I'm working on and honing throughout like a long period of time yeah so i feel like i could continue to work on my cleans and continue to work on jerks and part of this is because they're still like fairly new to me in terms of like i've only been doing them for a few years whereas all like most other exercises that i do i've been doing for 10 plus right um that i feel like i could still feel excited about like learning new aspects of them and components of them yeah um and also getting that sort of like powerful um feeling really strong and and yeah that way so um a third exercise for me um is actually going to be so okay let me me kind of go through the process right now so we got the rfe split squat so i've got kind of like general lower body strength covered and then we've got the um the clean and jerk so we've got power and also overhead um, work as well covered um overhead pressing work covered because of the jerk um so i'm kind of thinking about a pulling motion and as much as i really don't really care for them all that much. No way. I'm, I'm going to go with the pull-up. Oh, come on. Oh, that's mine. But you knew that was going to be mine. Because yeah, I knew it was going to be yours. Yeah. But you hate pull-ups. I really... I, you also I, hate rear foot elevated split squats. I'm very surprised by this yeah, I Because <laughs> I, uh, I find so much benefit out of the rear foot elevated that it's like, okay, I can, I can deal with it. But like, pull-ups are just like tiring. They're yeah. just really tiring. And so they fun. really... It, it just takes a lot of mental effort to be like, okay, I'm going to climb up back up to the bar and do this another set of pull-ups. Um, but I mean, it's probably also the reason why it's probably so good for you, but <laughs> well, this is really funny because our lists are like showing our personalities so much right now because yeah. yours is so practical and yeah. like, you're just like, I don't like this, but I'm going to do it because this is the benefit. Of, yeah. uh, best benefit. I'm like, I'm just picking the three things that I really like <laughs> and they're also well-rounded. Like I did consider that. Like, yeah. so mine is also going to be the pull up. Also, I didn't have an upper body pull or like a, like the get up is is really total body, so I wouldn't call it upper body or, or lower body. Yeah. Um, the one thing I feel like I am missing a little bit of is some lower body work, so I was kind of struggling with that, feeling like at least the clean, if I go into a full squat, I do feel like that's going to, like, work. Yeah, no, definitely the, the clean, body. like, um, yeah. That's the reason why I didn't have to include a squat variation because the right. clean also covered it as well. Right. So. so I feel pretty good about it. And then yeah. pull-ups are just my favorite exercise and a great, like, I mean, they're upper body, but they're also core. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Um, and then just always making sure that you have some sort of pulling variation is usually a good idea because we tend to be in postures that kind of... Yeah. And I guess what you'll counteract. notice here is how we sort of um, 
put together a generalized like program that covers all the bases, right? And the, the way we're able to do that is not by selecting particular muscle groups to work on, but overall patterns, because we know the muscle groups will get covered if we hit the overall patterns. Um, and so we weren't like, okay, I want to do a bicep curl, a lateral raise, and a tricep extension, because that covers such a small unit of the body, small percentage of the body. Right. And so if we think about pulling, we think about overhead stability, we think about lunging, like it just covers a lot more of our bases. Yeah, and you have to think about over time. Like the the one thing, the one reason I was a little worried, I, we didn't have a timeline on this. So it was like forever that I'm a little worried about the, the clean and jerk because over time, well, I don't know. I'm just thinking like a, a heavy squat or a heavy like overhead motion might not always be accessible as you get older. <laughs> as you get older? Yeah, I'm literally thinking about like being in my, my 80s and being like, do I still want to do clean and jerks? And well, I mean, if, if you're doing but, only three exercises, like you're going to get pretty damn good at it. Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. So, like, well, because yeah. in my head I was thinking get-ups are also really good for just like like longevity, like working yeah. on getting up and down off the floor. That's true. Um, anyway, this is going way too far. But you get you get the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think that was a fun question. I yeah. really I like that. If you guys want to ask us other like fun personal questions, it was also yeah. fun because it was like a fantasy draft. Um, <laughs> Thinking of all of the exercises. Yeah, like yeah. like ranking them like that. I, I can't I guess, believe we had two of three were the same. I thought ours was gonna be. I definitely thought kettlebell swings was gonna be yours. So for number I two. originally did two, and I I again. I, the same as what you said. I did yeah. think they were going to be boring, and I was going to do it until you accused me of adding too much to my getup because I was going to say I could do single arm swings <laughs> and hand to hand swings and maybe even our snatches similar to swings. So then, I, to, to be fair, I was actually thinking about that for pull ups, about doing different variety pull ups. Yeah. yeah, but it's still just a vertical pull, not like an entire like eight step sequence, yeah. seven step. But sequence. then also for yeah, what I was also thinking about was like I wanted a sort of like a more of a squat variation um, rather than just a hinging variation. Yeah. So having like the clean instead of the swing. But anyway, let's move on to the next. Let's question. move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the second question was um, main differences. What is the main difference between abs and a strong core? I thought this was a really cool question um, yeah. because I think what they're saying in this question is like the difference between seeing someone's abs, like somebody having visible abs versus just having a strong core that maybe yeah. you can't see their abs. But I mean, also just like, I think um, people will talk about, I think people just get confused about because a lot of times they're used interchangeably, like abs okay. and core, oh. right? And oh, so maybe you read that a little differently than I did. Yeah, but, yeah. well, we can, we can kind of uh, address it from both, both angles, I yeah. guess. Um, I'll talk about it in terms of, like basically what the difference is yeah. and so the difference is your abs are like lauren just talked about they're just your six-pack muscles basically um and they're primarily used to just flex the trunk and so that might be a crunch that might be a sit-up a hollow hold variation will also use the uh the the, the rectus abdominis as well the abs um and when we're talking about core exercises we're more talking about keeping a neutral position with your entire trunk and when that's the case uh, when you have a strong core you're able to um, have let's say like a strong front squat you're able to do pull-ups well you're able to do um, a lot of ath athletic activities well you're able to 
um, do functional activities uh, really well because you're able to maintain your whole torso in a strong alignment and strong position without getting uh, you know twisted up and manipulated. Um, whereas having strong abs basically just means that you're really strong in one part of your midsection, whereas the core is your entire, like that whole 360 degree circumference of your torso. Yeah, that makes total sense. And actually very similar to the way I was going to answer it, even though I was thinking about it as like visible abs versus a strong core. That's true, kind of yeah. The same thing, like visible abs are really just your rectus abdominis, just those like out, outer ab muscles. Yeah. Um, but your core really is like your the entire 360 around your trunk, like everything that surrounds your spine um, is like kind of considered your core. And some people right. will even go like, as far as to say that like glutes are part of your core. And so, mm -hmm. and then also like your diaphragm is part of your core. Like there's all these different things that are, that can be lumped into core because it really is just like what I, the way I think about it is like everything that's sort of like protecting your spine. Yeah. Um, in a way, like yeah. the muscles, the musculature that are protecting your spine. And so like the things that are keeping you from like being like, getting tossed back or, or forward or sideways, like you were kind yeah. of saying, like, that kind of just, like, stabilize your, your body. Exactly, right? yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was going to answer it in a similar way. And then another thing, if you're thinking about just, like, visible abs versus a strong core, is just, like, leanness is another, like, yeah. component of that. So if you're looking at somebody and you're like, oh, they have abs, they must have a strong core, that is not necessarily a direct correlation. Yeah. So somebody might have visible abs because they're extremely lean and because, like, they like eat a certain way or they're naturally extremely lean. Mm -hmm. Um, but they may not have a necessarily strong core overall. Like they may not train in a way that helps them to become. Yeah. I mean, we like got strong. reached out to, um, by a lot of bodybuilders and figure competitors where they do have very visible musculature, especially their, their ab muscles. Um, but they have back pain right. and they have, um, just, it's just not as a general kind of like dysfunction yeah, yeah going on in their midsection and so yeah it's definitely not indicative of having a strong core strong midsection um i would say probably sumo wrestlers have really strong cores yeah, yeah. but maybe not necessarily showing their six packs because that's not the nature of their sport right. um and so yeah those two are not interchangeable we would say yeah 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 Cool. Yeah. I like that we read that differently. Yeah. <laughs> Came to the same conclusion. Um, cool. And then the last one, last question was, each day do you do specific muscle groups or just push-pull on alternating days? Basically, how do you build a program? Oh, okay, um, So yeah. this question is asking, um, do you train, like, back and buys and shoulders and tries? Like, do you just pick muscle groups to train on specific days or do you train in more of, like, movement patterns? Kind yeah. of similar to what we were talking about in our exercise selection for ourselves in the mm -hmm. beginning. Um, yeah, so... In terms of how we develop a program for most people, and this is our general recommendation, if you have time to work out one to three times a week, we nearly always say do a total body workout program, right? Um, and that's purely based on just your availability, your scheduling, um, that's gonna be the most efficient way to go about doing it. If you have four days, maybe five days a week of being able to work out, that's when we would enter into uh, potentially doing an upper lower split, right? And this this would really go for four days a week, I would say, yeah. um, an upper lower split. Um, anything more than that, we usually recommend doing an upper lower split and then including some cardio or sort of metabolic days after that. But if you really wanted to go for strength training throughout the course of the week and you have six, maybe even seven days a week to work out, that's when we would enter into body part splits because then you can do like, chest and tries on Monday, but then you can do it again on 
Thursday or Friday or wh however you break up that uh, the muscle groups. Um, but we wouldn't recommend it when people who have, let's say, two days a week to work out and they try to follow, like, let's say, a bodybuilder who can work out six to seven days a week, their plan, they're like, oh, they're doing, um, they're doing back and buys one day and they're doing legs the other day and chest and tries the other day. Um, I'm going to try to follow that plan, but make it fit within my two day a week model. Right. And it's just not enough stimulus on your body to actually develop lean muscle and have that sort of effect on your body. You really need to maximize the amount of musculature that you're working within your training sessions. And the only way to do that is by using total body workouts. Um, it's only if you have that actual availability of six to seven days a week of working out where the body part split starts to make more sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I think that what people get confused about, and I definitely used to get confused about, is like you see a bodybuilder like in a magazine and they're like, this is literally my exact workout. Mm -hmm. um, you should do it too. And you're like, okay, but like I'm going to take bits and pieces of it because I'm not a bodybuilder. I can't do two a days. I can't go to the gym every single day. So yeah. I'm going to take bits and piece of it, pieces of it. And then it doesn't work for you. And you're like, bodybuilding is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, we see that happen a lot and it really is just all so contextual and it's so dependent on what actually works for you as an individual, not what's worked for your neighbor, not what works for your best friend, not what works for a bodybuilder in a magazine, but like what works for you. And you have to start with the number of days that you have or the number of hours you have to dedicate to fitness. And that's always going to be our first question. Like yeah. it's literally, we ask people that before they even join the gym, we say, how many days a week do you think you can dedicate to coming to the gym? And we don't put our opinion on what's best for them yeah. on them. Because if somebody might be like, their answer might be one day a week. And if we had been like, we usually recommend four to five days a week. How many days a week can you come in? They're going to be like, uh, uh, and then five? they might be like five <laughs> and but then that's not realistic and then they won't be able to come in five days a week and then they won't be able to stick to the program it won't work and so all of the all of these things all of our decisions around how do we put together a program is all based on the individual and how many times a week or how many hours a week they have to dedicate to the program so there is no perfect program for everybody there really yeah. is only the perfect program for the number of hours that you have to dedicate yeah I remember uh, talking to one of our members and they were like you know, you know, I really want to start working out more. I've only been working out once a week, um, and I just feel, really feel like I need to do more. And the way I kind of approached it was, you know, listen, you've been doing once a week, and that's that's amazing, but you've also been doing it for ever since we started working together, and that's been like seven years. Like, not many people can say that they've been that consistent for that long, week in, week out, to do a once a week workout. And I would much rather have someone do that once a week for seven years than do like five times a week for three months and two months and kind of like go back and forth like that. Like that consistency is invaluable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and, and everybody also like your lives change and things, different things come up in different yeah. seasons of life. And so you, we also try to have people not put too many expectations on themselves to continue to do what they were doing before. Right. Um, or you can say like, Hey, I feel a little bit more, like in a routine, I feel like I, like my kids are now in school and I can dedicate a little more time for myself. I want to bump it up to three days a week or four days a week and like allow yourself that variability as well to change and to like either go up in days or down and then hopefully you're working with somebody or you can put together a program that's more, um, that, that makes more sense for the amount of time that you have to commit um, based on kind of like the layout that Jason just gave you. Yeah. But yeah, don't, uh, don't worry so much about following somebody else's program if that just doesn't work for you yeah yeah um and 
if it's under three days a week, total body workouts yeah. are what oh, we I forgot, always I was gonna recommend. Say, yeah. The reason why um, after three days a week we don't recommend total body workouts is because your body needs some time to recover. Mm. And so you want to more strategically figure out a breakdown that makes more sense and so an upper lower split allows let's say you do an upper body workout on monday and then a lower body workout on tuesday you're mostly resting your upper body and that makes it fresh for the next upper body workout Um, so that's the reason why we deviate from the total body plan after three days a week yeah yeah cool Cool. all right well i think those are all of our answers to your burning questions is there there another one oh no we did ask one okay never mind (laughs) <laughs> back-to-back episodes of interrupting episode, you your outro. interrupted my outro. I feel like I was just, I felt really confident going into that one too. I was like, I got this one. Yeah, you I'm did gonna... look like you had a little more gumption behind that one. I did. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm going to bring that gumption back. Okay. Give me a second. Right. <clears throat> so Wait, I think really? Those... Like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think those are all of our answers to your burning questions for today. Thank you so much for sending them in. And if you have any questions of your own, you can send us a message at Achieve Fitness Boston on Instagram. And if you like the podcast, we would love for you to leave a review on iTunes. And until next time, peace, love, and and muscles. muscles.